Hello, and welcome to RRI Explained, a RESBIOS podcast. It is the aim of the RESBIOS project to embed responsible research and innovation, or RRI, into four universities across Europe in the hope of improving the interconnectivity between science research and society, with a particular focus on the biosciences. But what is RRI exactly? Well, hopefully we can find out together. Today we are joined by Dr. Elena Buzan from the University of Primorska. Dr. Buzan's research involves molecular ecology and wildlife conservation. She is also responsible for work package four of the RESBIOS project, which focuses on ethics within biosciences. Thank you for joining us today, Alina. Within the RESBIOS project, your position is looking at the ethics and where RRI and ethics coincide with bioscience. Could you explain a little bit more about what RRI means in relation to ethics? Like what aspects of ethics does RRI embrace? So RRI, or Responsible Research and Innovation, is for me a vision for the society and the future society, which has to build in the fundamental ethical principles and of scientific research. So in the future, this will probably, and also now, it include privacy and data protection issue which is quite a rising issue these days, but also in all of this time, it has to take into the consideration the vulnerable groups such as children, patients, or even taking a care about the animal welfare. And of course, in the consent that they are going to be protected and not harmed. In, in the way that I would say the RRI, according to me, is quite important are the societal acceptability so that the research should respond to actual societal needs and reflect the basic value of society, of course, following the European Convention of Human Rights. And in addition to ensure increased societal relevance, it has to be also connected with the ethical acceptability of the scientific development, especially in the bioscience today when we have this increased development in the synthetic biology and artificial intelligence. So it sounds like within bioscience especially that ethics covers such a wide umbrella, so it, which kind of includes maintaining research integrity and that research is done within, like, with good faith but also the considerations of the wider public and beyond. Is this correct, like, in your opinion, of how RRI and biosciences work? Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that good ethical practice, uh, which include, of course, a code of conduct for science and for scientists, is an important way to ensure the high quality results on one hand. So it's uh, one part of the umbrella, and this is the other part of the umbrella is to take about the ethic, importance of ethical issue working with the different aspect of animal welfare of some, as I said before, vulnerable uh, group of people. So it's important also in the consideration of the scientific review processes of this kind of approach. And I think that the RRI has to guide on how to promote research integrity. And especially, as I said, in the bioscience 
science uh, research when the many, many ethical question has arise recently after the uh, new biotechnological approach and new biotechnological development come into the society, dealing with many, many aspects of human health and of course of human well-being. So is it important going into bioscience research in general? How important is it for researchers to be transparent about the work they are doing? Does, I'm thinking how some people might think that ethical kind of considerations get in the way slightly of developing business ideas or research kind of progression in general. Do you think that is the case? Can they go hand in hand a little? Yeah, that is a really good question. First of all, if we think about science, also if we think about bioscience, we know, we, we know that all the scientific process has to be uh, based on experimental design and of course on objective methodology. And strategies such as error rise can increase reproducibility and the transparency of science in the way that they protect integrity by of science, even in the bioscience, by reducing conscious and unconscious bias. Because we know that in many bioscience research, we come to this kind of ethical question if this is fine or is not fine regarding some ethical aspect. And on the other way, having these, I would say, a tricky questions and very difficult answer to some research, researchers has to must describe the research in really clear, specific, and complete way, which is asked by RRI, in the way that we can obtain the scientific results in the way that they could be replicated in science, and definitely in the way that through the open science, we may come to the challenge how to change even our communication with the society regarding some bioscientific experiments and regarding some bioscientific research, which are now going on, for example, on cells issue, human cell issue, or, or some other aspect connected with the artificial intelligence. So with like with research and especially with within bioscience, as you say, it's quite a hot topic. Like we talk about genetic engineering, we talk about uh, cloning, perhaps we talk about a lot of topics which opinions change quite rapidly on. Is it important for researchers to keep checking in with societal needs just to make sure that they are society is sort of like feeling that science isn't running away with these ideas and are doing things that perhaps are not widely accepted as being ethical full stop or I don't know with consideration do you think these sort of experiments can be run still even if they're not kind of widely accepted as perhaps being within the public kind of mindset as being ethical quote-unquote? Yeah this is a quite uh, very difficult question even the answer can be much more difficult. So if we are taking into account that the science is a human activity and it has to relate to a different human value, it has also be capable for the ethical evaluation. So in the way of consequences, some of the research are taking has to have and regarding also the processes in activities and of course, which 
ideally work on this kind of research, as you say, be genetic engineering, or I we said today, maybe the CRISPR methodology or the gene editing or the whole together, the synthetic biology, which we are approaching now with many, many ethical questions. Even though, because all of this reason, definitely ethic cannot be separate for scientific analysis. It has to take into the consideration, of course, the values of society, but conceptualization of the science has to be, and the scientific practice has to be depend on the social responsibility, which it means that from the beginning to the end, each of the scientific research has to depend on the ethical value even though it's happened in the society which has a, a little bit different ethical value and it can be a consequence to harm some of group of people if the research is it's, it's getting gone. So this kind of research shouldn't be taken. This is my opinion. So I suppose that's why it's so important to have these sort of ethical boards before research is conducted. Like, Yeah, agree. So each of the research taking on humans or animals has to be under the ethical commission, has to be approved, even not just by the national, but even by international ethical commission. And I would agree in the future that the establishment of the huge number of international ethical commission has need to be done. Because otherwise, as you mentioned, uh, we have a different society with different value, with different aspect, how to uh, work on the bioscience. And some of this research has to be undertaken, not un- under the National Ethical Commission, but even broader under the International Ethical Commission. And then I would, would say bad practices would not happen in the future. So when it comes to research, some work can have good intentions and then can lead to kind of foul outcomes, like unexpected outcomes that, I don't know, that the original research didn't intend. How important is it for researchers, do you think, to, I don't know, try and take into account what further implications their work might do in the future? Is it there? Do you think it's their responsibility to account for that kind of in the early stages or after the fact or... I don't know, after research is done, is it sort of in the public domain slightly? Yeah, I definitely agree with you that even from the history, we learn that even the really good intense in the research at the end uh, was um, getting a bad results because uh, having important, I would say, weapon in the arms of politicians and can really end it in the better way. And definitely, I agree with you that all of this research which are taking into the consideration that it can end it in this way has to be planned from the beginning. And all of these experiments has to be under a huge control, not only by the ethical size and the ethical commission, but also by the side of the responsibility of scientists who are working on this data, who are working on this research, and that all the time has to think about the consequences. Definitely, I agree with you from the beginning, even though we start with the sensitive research can really improve some aspect of our, I would say, in this way, health or any other aspect, we need to take into the consideration the consequences from the beginning, not leave that to the governmental 
decision not leave that, even though in some cases to the public. So do you think moving forward, there should be some universal code of conduct for bioscience research that research is always done in good faith, always passes ethical boards of the time, obviously, they are liable to change within like generations of scientists. But do you think there should be like some sort of social contract that, I don't know, research and bioscientists should try to withhold to? Or do you think that sort of formal construct is a little bit too rigid for, I don't know, science beyond borders? As a scientist, I would like that there would be a universal code of conduct, which all governments should follow and all scientists should follow. This is something I would really like to have it in future. I believe that this is a really difficult and even can be also to reach, but I think the European Union has a clear target that in under the umbrella of responsible research and innovation, the ethical values has to be given and followed. And I hope that all our other continents or other societies would follow the good practice of European Union. And in one day, maybe in the next decades, we can discuss uh, regarding the global and unified code of conduct regarding the research in bioscience. I always believe as optimistic that could be done, but it has to be also a huge, not on, only the scientific will, because I think that all scientists, we are working our, our job and we are doing our job because we believe uh, that we can help society with our research, but there should be also a huge political will to achieve this goal. I suppose that's where projects like the REST BIOS project come in a little bit. So having these kind of European-wide organizations, projects that are working together to try and learn from each other just to find a best practice or just guidance on how to incorporate ethics into bioscience research to a greater degree. Could you talk a little bit about how RESBIOS is doing that as a project? Yeah, at the RESBIOS, so uh, we as responsible for the ethic, we are working uh, with the beginner institutions. So these are the institutions which were not involved in this kind of project and we are for, they are for the first time facing by with the responsible research and innovation. We try to share our experience, how we did in the past under the other project to achieve the code of conduct, the research, a code of conduct in the bioscience and our institutions. And also, which are most important, we are talking a lot of about the open science, because open science um, is responsible science, which is related to the publication plan, and also require, which is according to me, a really date, important data management plans, describing how the data collected in the bioscientific research are store are is there any legal and ethical issue related to this data distribution and has to be resolved and also how this data would be available after the end of the project these are the main aspect in the bioscientific research how to deal with the personal data or any other data which are involved in bioscience research that's really interesting because I was just thinking about how, like when doing these other interviews, how interconnected all these pillars are, just like 
And of course, ethics is as wide as wide branching, if not more than some of the other pillars. But how like you're talking about uh, implicit bias before to do with gender. And now you were talking about open access and how data is now just sort of it's this resource that people don't think about, but it has an awful lot of power and it's so easy to misuse, perhaps just a digital age, just how much these considerations would are different compared to maybe even like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, I uh, completely agree. And we have to keep in mind that the responsible research and innovation implies different societal factors. So researchers are just one of them. Then we have a citizens, we have a policymakers, we have a business with all of these people, all of this group of people have their own value, have their own needs. But I think that science has to be umbrella in some way to put them working together and to deal with all of these open questions which are now coming up in the bioscience to, to get a better outcome with, of course, this outcome has to be under the ethical values and, of course, the expectation of society. But as we, we mentioned before, we need to think first of all, about the ethical values of the research of the data collection. And then, of course, is this accord in accordance with the expectation of the society? Do you think, just going back slightly to do with open access, do you think the way we, how publishing and how the work of scientists and researchers is sort of recorded and how it's having journal entries in reputable journals and having research which is high impact. As researchers feel the need and the pressure to get research published, do you think that sort of has driven an unconscious... I don't believe any researcher wants to mislead people about like the public or their funders about the research they are doing, but just implicitly wanting, needing to get some good results or some results that are high impact. Do you think, I don't know, by changing the way we value the work researchers do, do you think we might be able to change that mindset slightly? Uh, definitely now we are facing this uh, problem, as you said, with the predator journals, with the journals, we need to pay a fee and a high fee. And then maybe it's less uh, in some kind of journals, we do, some of the paper do not go to the review process. And this is what I said at the beginning. Review process of our work is our ethical value. The research cannot be published without the review process, even though it's uh, we pay a huge fee just to get the publication. And the other way is objective methodology. So as a scientist, we uh, has to have this code of conduct. And one of the topic of the code of, of the scientific code of conduct is objective methodology. So objective methodology which can be repeated in the same way and will give the same results. And as you said, I do not believe that the scientists really would like to publish something which is has not been done in this way. But sometimes by without the reviewing process, which is um, should be mandatory for all journals, some mistakes can happen. And of course, then it comes to the uh, even those mistakes, if they are even small or big, comes to the society and the interpretation of the society, even though even sometimes even the worst can scenario can happen that the media overtake this kind of research. 
this cause and lots of harm to all of us, I would say. I suppose it just erodes that sort of trust between society and research. And at this moment of time when we seem to be teetering on the edge of that trust, we just need to try and be just as transparent and honest as possible, it seems. Yeah, that's that is the, the I think in the time of this COVID nineteen pandemia, the transparency is the one of the most important issue of the science, but the other one is to follow the ethical value and to publish the research which are get under the review process, not to get published data, not to get published results without the review process. If this is happened, has to be clearly state, I would say a big letter that the paper hasn't, has not went to the review process for many reasons, why this paper is published. And also, on the other hand, the society and the media has to be responsible enough to see that these results has not been reviewed, has not passed this objective methodology of checking if everything is fine with the results. What has been the greatest challenge and what's been kind of your, the greatest opportunity that the Respires project has opened up within kind of, well, for ethics and for your work within Respires? Uh, as uh, as a scientist who is working now, uh, as I said before, I'm working on molecular ecology, but I'm mostly interested in conservation and the management of the wildlife. And recently, we started to work a lot with the citizen science scientists, so people who can collect the data on their location, collect the data regarding the wildlife and the monitoring the wildlife, I realized how important it is to follow the data protection uh, regarding the day if they are, uh, are collecting the data that we need to really take care of the personal data protection. And even though how is important to share our research results with them. So if the citizen are collecting something, helping us for monitoring the wildlife, it's the most important part of, of us as a scientist is to be responsible and to give them a feedback that their work was valued. And these are, as I, I would say, uh, the ethical obligation of each scientist to, even though this is a direct connection between the citizens and us, and it's quite nice to see, but as I said before, there are many research in bioscience. We, we do not see the direct connection maybe with the patient, with, I don't know, some other group who are involved. But we need to think at the scientists how to share our result, as I said before, in the way that citizens and society would understand. And I suppose that if we will do in this way in the future, many, many people will trust much more in science than they are doing today. Thank you for joining us today, Alina. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) The Respios Project is funded by the EU with the grant number 872146. To learn more about the Respios Project and the other pillars of RRI, please go to respios.eu. Thank you for joining us. See you next time.